Dude, I'm so nervous. I don't even know why I'm nervous right now. It's just been so freaking long since I actually recorded a podcast. I was checking on my on my anchor here that it's been since May 10th since I actually recorded a podcast. And I think that's pretty ridiculous and kind of contributes to that dialogue that millennials kind of pick something up and then they kind of drop off or whatever. But really, it's like, it's kind of like that kind of isn't, you know, kind of life kind of just happens at, you, <laughs> happens at you or whatever. But anyways, what's going on, guys? This is Christian Oriana back finally for Oriana Radio. This is actually my 12th podcast, believe it or not. Um, my goal originally was to record like a podcast every month at least. But then for some reason after May, obviously I fell off and it's now fucking August. So a lot has happened since then. Um, for this podcast in particular, I want to take a more personal approach. Uh, reason being is because I kind of want to explain why I went missing for a bit, but also kind of use this as my own kind of, I guess, call me whatever, but like a diary and kind of like personal log of what's been going on in my life and whatnot and in hopes that, you know, it helps some of you guys or whoever decides to listen to the podcast or comes across it at any point, uh, that it kind of helps them with whatever they're going through and stuff like that. Not that I'm going through anything major, but just kind of, I don't know, just explaining, I guess, what happened. So let's go ahead and get started. So it's now August, uh, got May, June, July, so about two, three months, whatever, um, you know, I just kind of got busy with with work. I kind of got caught up with work, but more so, I guess, my family life and stuff like that. Um, me and my parents have really been butting heads and stuff. And reason being is because, you know, I, I commute to work and stuff. My beautiful girlfriend, Vanessa, who's in Miami right now, probably having the time of her life. Um, she lives out in L.A. And uh, obviously there's a lot of of traveling back and forth between uh, where I'm at and her house and work and stuff like that. So we're just really butting heads because as some of you know or may not know, Hispanic parents are a fucking pain in the ass. And if my parents are ever listening to this podcast, I'm sorry, but I'm just keeping it 100 with everybody. Um, so they just kind of had a problem with me uh, traveling back and forth and stuff. But the thing is, guys, that I'm almost 25 years old and I shouldn't even be putting up with shit like this. I shouldn't even be living at home, but it's 2018. And it's fucking rough out there. So anyways, I won't go too much into it, but just kind of want to inform you guys that that had been an, uh, an issue in the past couple months. But luckily enough, I'm happy to say that um, while I was on my family vacation, um, I was able to talk to my parents and have a heart to heart. It was a heated argument, discussion, whatever you may call it. Um, some things may have been said that, you know, hurt each other's feelings and whatnot. But, you know, that's that's what it is and it's family and we got through it. So I thank God that we're able to come to an agreement or at least for now everything is super chill and back to normal. And, you know, my, my stress level with, with that or whatever has gotten a lot better, almost non-existent. So thank you, God, for that. And, um, you know, if you guys have any problems with your family members or significant others or anything like that, one thing that I do preach to all my friends and family is that 
you use open communication and communicate as much as you can because you don't want to leave things unsaid. You don't want to just like let tension build. Like, no, if you got a problem, dude, just talk about it and figure that shit out because if you don't, then you're kind of left with a lot of what ifs or like, you know, you stop talking to one another, which I think is really stupid or whatever. So, um, yeah, if you have problems or anything with family stuff or whatever, I'm always open. Uh, I'm a phone call away, message away, whatever. However you find me, however you listen to this, I'm sure you guys can reach out. You know, I'm happy to be um, someone with open ears or whatever to help you. Um, but anyways, yeah, so that had a lot to do with my break um, from podcasting for a little bit. And then obviously with with that, you know, ongoing stress that was going on, it kind of made me um, just kind of focus on my on myself in the gym. You know what I mean? So uh, big shout out to, to Andrew here because he kind of put up with my shit. I was like really to myself for like a cool minute. So I wasn't working out with anyone. I didn't want to really see anyone in the gym. I just wanted to go do me and, you know, de-stress and stuff like that. So I kind of you know, distance myself from my my gym right next to my job. And a lot of people were asking where I was at. But, you know, sometimes you just got to do yourself and be alone. And and luckily enough, my friends understand understand that. And my boy understood that. So everything's all good now with that. And um, anyways, I don't know if I want to talk anymore about that. So I'll just kind of leave it at that. Everything is chill now. I'm back in the podcast. I want to like slowly but surely take a more personal approach in hopes that, you know, you guys can gain a little bit more other than, than fitness tips on this podcast. Um, and hopefully it becomes more frequent or I'll make a promise that it will be at least monthly from here on out. Um, but anyways, also within the span of, of this break that I took from podcasting, uh, the guys over at Mind Pump, uh, Sal, Adam, Justin had just released a new, uh, program. So my boy, Phil, turned me on to this uh, new program by Mind Pump that I had no idea that they were releasing until he said something. And it's um, it's basically called um, Mind Pump Split. And these guys don't really talk about bodybuilding splits or kind of against a typical bro split, you know, chest, uh, arms, legs, whatever. Um, but in this case, you know, these guys have been in the game for so long that it was time for them to come out with their version of a split. Um, or like the best way that they can organize a split. Um, so I went ahead and bought it and, uh, it's a 12 week, uh, three phase program. And it basically puts like everything or every muscle group in, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They, they, they basically grouped muscle groups together. That's what I'm trying to say. They, ba- they, they group muscle groups together and uh, they put their own, their, their own spin on the, on the bodybuilding split. And it's really dope. I've been doing it uh, pretty much since, I want to say the beginning of June. Is it the beginning of June? Or towards the end of June. I'm not really sure. Let me see. Yeah. No, actually, no. Right at the beginning of June is right when I got it. And uh, like I said, it's 12 weeks, three phases. Uh, at the time, I kind of skipped phase one, which is kind of like strength, like 
more gears towards strength training or getting stronger, right? Um, because I had been lifting pretty heavy and consistently before before I found this program and before I purchased it. So I went ahead and started with phase two of the program, which is more uh, hypertrophy work, um, a lot more, a lot more, not more sets, but kind of look high rep, eight to twelve range. Um, three sets, four sets, depending on what you're hitting, you know. And as far as like going a little bit more in depth with the split itself, it's kind of the way it goes is like, I'll go ahead and read to you guys like phase two. Um, so day one would look like incline dumbbell flies, chest press, uh, incline dumbbells, dumbbell press, like with the weights together, a Z press for your shoulders, and then it goes into a little bit of triceps. Next day is like leg day, only about five exercises, but really focusing on getting certain things out of each movement. So it's really cool in the way it splits things up and it really works because like in this little bit of time that I've been doing it, it's it's really helped me um, like secure down certain movements that I wasn't doing before. And obviously I've gotten stronger at those movements and my body just really reacted reacted really well to it within the first the first couple weeks. Um, but anyways, uh, day three of this, you know, back, deadlift, barbell pullover, barbell shrugs, obviously curls. And then day four is it repeats again. So it's chest, uh, legs, back. And then day seven is a mobility session. Um, that, honestly, I don't really do. I know I should, but I don't do it uh, right now just because... I really don't have any excuse not to do it, but I just decided not to do that day because it's basically like a rest, like an active rest day and you do stretches and stuff like that. But uh, obviously your boy isn't into that right now. So I just kind of skip it. But anyways, it's a really good program. Highly recommend it. It's, it's really, um, it's really intense because it is a bodybuilding split. So a lot of guys um, use this to prep for their shows and stuff like physique competitions, bodybuilding competitions, because it goes through those three phases within 12 weeks. And then with it, obviously, you have to do a lot of NEAT, which is a non-exercise activity thermogenesis, where basically instead of doing a lot of cardio, you focus on the like the everyday movements that you do, like just walking, standing, sitting down, all this kind of adds up and adds to that caloric def deficit that you need. Uh, following up to a show or leading up to a show so it's really cool definitely love it so that's what happened within June until now is that's what I've been doing now like I said I didn't do phase one I did phase two started phase three which is a lot of amp ramp or like as many as many reps as possible uh, with those exercises in phase three but then I went on vacation in Mexico with my family, which is really fun. I'm sure you guys saw my post on Instagram about that. Um, I Obviously, with that vacation, it was like I really didn't have much more than a hotel gym. And even that gym was pretty trash. So my, my um, workouts kind of fell off um, because I had no fucking equipment out there. And on top of that, your boy decided to drink heavily one day and it kind of fucked me up or something I ate out there messed up my stomach and my stomach was just not having it for like a good two weeks my training went down like or my strength suffered because of the 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 bug that I had and I just couldn't find my groove and it hasn't been until now like I can honestly say 
probably towards the end of July. I came back from my vacation on on the 15th of July, but after two weeks, I finally feel back to normal, actually better than normal because, uh, excuse me, uh, my strength has finally came back and is getting a little bit better. And I'm actually going back to Mexico at the end of, at the end of August for uh, my girlfriend's birthday. So I really want to look good for that, obviously. So I really stepped up my training and I kind of found a little bit more motivation. So I've been doing like only phase two exercises because it's a lot of reps. I've been adding more sets. Um, My body reacted really well to it. And I've been doing like a lot of cardio as much as possible. I even did a two a day yesterday on Saturday. And I've just been feeling really good. I've been eating really well. I've managed to actually stay on point with my diet. And because of it, like results are showing I won't go into exactly what yet because I I kind of really don't want to jinx it right now guys because I haven't made this much progress in a certain aspect in a long time and like I said dude I just really I really don't want to jinx it so I'm really happy right now that stuff is finally finally happening and I hope to keep it going even past this Mexico Mexico trip and just really go ham and after you know after being sick or whatever like it it helped me realize that i'm not indestructible anymore and i know i'm not that old but i'm getting older and if i really want something i kind of really have to work a little bit harder for it which is totally fine i'm willing to do but for some reason it just didn't really click and i was kind of like stagnant for a bit but now i found new motivation with this trip and because i'm seeing results i'm kind of bit by the bug again and so what I what I kind of decided to do right now is um, until this Mexico trip, I'm going to go ahead and um, until the Mexico trip, I'm going to go ahead and do phase two exercises, you know, adding cardio as much as possible. Obviously, diet's going to be on point, but more so kind of like it's funny that I'm kind of going backwards now because I'm going to take like my foot off the gas. And what I mean by that is like instead of really trying to finish up this 12-week program or focus on this program. I'm kind of deciding to take it bit by bit um, after uh, like after this Mexico trip. So between now, it's August 5th, until uh, September 30th. I'm basically, I'm sorry, September 29th. I'm basically just going to do whatever at the gym. Still structured, you know, you know, still focusing on, on getting better, of course, always, but just kind of like doing what I feel, you know, still with the same, um, same muscle groups and stuff like that, working out every day at the gym, you know, have leg day and all that. Like, you, you guys know what I mean. I'm sure what, what I'm trying to say here, but basically keep the structure, but keep it fluid. And then come September 29th, I'm going to go ahead and like just reboot, I guess, essentially, and kind of folk, like really focus up on certain goals. And reason why I decided to take August and September to kind of do this is because I have like, aside from, from Mexico at the end of August, I have uh, Life is Beautiful in Vegas, which of course, like I want to bring my A game for as well. But since I am going to be out of town for September, or for uh, September 20th through the 23rd, obviously that those days, like it's not much, but it's enough to affect like your training or if like you're on a certain regimen or whatever. And on top of that, it's like, I'm trying to have fun. 
Um, it's not really going to be good for like training and stuff like that. So I just said, fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and, and go with the flow here, train whatever I want, whatever my body feels. And then starting September 30th, I'm going to have a structure and that structure is the following. So starting September 30th through the month of October, November, December, and January, all the way up until... January 26th of 2019, I'm going to strictly be doing strength training or just focusing more so on building my strength and getting stronger. And, you know, why did I map it out that way? I I mapped it out this way and made the decision to do this because in the month of November and December, we got big holidays. You know what I mean? There's a lot of good food that's going to be around that I want to enjoy. You know, my mom makes pozole, tamales, you know, pupusas are always around. You got Thanksgiving, you know, all that stuff. Like, there's a lot of food, right? And it's going to be really hard to to stick to like a certain diet. So I decided, you know what, like this is the perfect time to not really bulk up because I'm not really trying to bulk up. I want to like maintain as much leanness as possible maybe just not gain too much weight like some weight is good but stay lean uh, get stronger you know build my strength like my workouts are going to be more um like uh strength training focused oh no but that's not the word i'm looking for uh just i guess powerlifting a little bit um the program that i'm going to decide to do for this is going to be vitruvian physiques uh hypertrophy program and that's actually a program that some of you might know that i that i did right when i started like really losing weight and focusing on fitness that's the one that um that i was doing but the the problem was that at the time i didn't really get too much stronger i did make some some strength gains but i i also didn't because since i was trying to lose weight i was in a caloric deficit and in these coming months for the strength training part of the year, I'm not going to necessarily be in a caloric deficit all the time. You know, I'm just going to eat well, but not like, you know, not really, what's the word I'm looking for? Not really worry about being in a caloric deficit aside from like the caloric deficit that I'm going to be in once, um, you know, once my workouts are in or whatever. Um, but yeah, guys, so that's what I'm going to be doing all the way in until January 26th. So October to January, I'm going to be focusing on strength training. Come January 27th is going to be the start of map split again. So this time I'm going to do the program like through and through all 12 weeks. Um, So obviously that means that I'm going to be doing map split uh, literally. Literally, hold on. Okay, and we're back now so i think my computer like did some weird thing where it said it wasn't picking up the audio anymore but i just checked it and it and it was so made me lose my fucking train of thought but anyways um where was i so map split 12 weeks of mats map split through and through um and that's gonna take me from january 27th all the way until holy shit hold on 12 weeks is a lot longer than you'd think Actually, I didn't realize how long it was until like I started like I'm I started looking at the calendar or whatever on my iPhone. But anyways, map split is gonna be going all the way until April twenty first. And then come April twenty first, I'm gonna do Buendia Shreds. Uh shout out to my boy Andrew for giving me this program. More so Brian who um is a guy we met at the gym. 
um, he's a he's an older older cat, but he had this program. He he was willing to share it with us. So that's the program that, that I'm really gonna um, like use to shred. Uh, aside from from map split or whatever I gained from map split, because Buendia's program has like a lot of cardio, a lot of a lot of um, volume in it. So that's gonna take me all the way until June 9th, which is right at summer 2019. So come June 9th, I hope to look the fucking best I ever had, and I I really like. You have no idea how stoked I am that I planned this out and it's something that I'm going to stick to and I can't wait to see what happens June, June 2019 because like I'm 24 now, I'm going to be fucking 25 years old and if I'm not happy with the way I look at 25, like nah, I just really don't want that to happen. So those are my goals. Those were 20 minutes worth of updates. Um, that's what's going on with me right now, guys. And um, yeah, so from here, I'm going to go ahead and answer a couple questions that I got back June June 21st, I guess, is when I posted that I was going to take questions for the podcast. And I'm fucking ass because these people have been waiting for so long for me to answer these fucking questions. And I lagged, but I'm glad we're back. So I'm going to go ahead and start right now with a question that my boy shot me over and it says hey quick question um but if i'm trying to bulk and i have a caloric surplus is it bad if i eat late at night but lift during the day so kind of a tricky question here in the way that he he phrased it but the thing here is that he's trying to bulk he's in a caloric surplus and he's asking if it, i guess if it matters if he's eating uh, if he's eating um late at night and lives during the day well no it, it really doesn't matter point blank and the reason being is because you, you're trying to be in a caloric surplus right and you're trying to bulk up so the, the the key thing here is that you hit whatever macros that you have for yourself for that bulk so if that means that you know the only time you have to lift is during the day and you finish up your macros late at night then so be it you know it's not it's not a big deal like calories don't fall asleep or wake up or anything crazy like that so as long as you're hitting the macro targets that you need for this successful bulk that you're running then no it really doesn't matter but a lot of people think that if you eat late at night like you're gonna get fat or whatever but that that really isn't the case and i've tested it myself by eating fucking protein oatmeal late at night because you know there's no food at the house that i can cook or whatever or even if there is food like sometimes my mom grills chicken breasts and fish and stuff and i don't get home till 10 and and i just hit the gym and i'll eat that but it doesn't really reflect on the scale the next day you know you'd figure oh maybe you'll gain weight or maybe you'll gain fat but the reality is you won't like as long as you hit those macros and and for your in your case it really doesn't matter um, because you're not trying to shred down or whatever obviously if you eat certain things that kind of make you blow up or if you drink a lot of liquids or whatever you know it's going to reflect on the scale the next day if you're trying to lean out or whatever but in this case you're trying to bulk so no you're going to be completely fine if you decide to eat late at night so don't worry about it fam you'll be straight um but yeah i hope that i answered that question decently enough for you guys to trust me on that but if you need like 
any more specifics, just go ahead and let me know or hit me up. My guy, I'll, I'll get you. No worries. But yeah. Uh, next question. Let's see. I'm trying to do like fitness questions, but that was like on, the only real fitness question I had. The other ones are a little bit more personal or not personal, but kind of funny. So this person, uh, my boy here asked me, uh, I have one question. So why do so many people think that CrossFit is a joke? LMAO. Um, obviously if you guys, if you guys are my friends and you're listening to this podcast, you probably know who this person is. Um, but honestly, I, I think I think people th- believe that CrossFit is a joke or people take it as a joke or make fun of CrossFitters uh, for reasons like, I don't know, like people that do CrossFit kind of get really hyped on it, I guess. And no, no, I'm not trying to offend. I'm just being real right now. So people really get hyped on CrossFit and they're all about it and stuff like that. But the thing is that people don't really, you know, people get into certain things and don't really educate themselves. Um for example, like, you know, you get in the gym and you just go on the treadmill, whatever, or lift a few weights, but you're not really doing any structure to it. You know, like people just go in there and thinking like, I just want to lose weight and this is how I'm going to do it. Like people do the same thing with CrossFit. So they'll start doing CrossFit, right? And they just beat themselves up, you know, at their box or whatever with these wads that they're running. And, um, and they're, they're stoked because they're getting, they like, they feel sore or like, they haven't felt sore in a long time or like they're losing weight and stuff, but the, the bodybuilding community and, and people make fun of CrossFitters because they do all that. And yes, like they'll see results, but they don't really think about like the consequences of, of put, putting your body through that kind of stress. And, you know, a lot of CrossFitters decide to become vegan or, or just do strictly paleo or whatever and don't really think about the nutrition behind CrossFit and how you should fuel these type of exercises like you can't just go keto and be a CrossFitter because like your body is going to need those carbs that you no longer have to be able to fuel you for these CrossFit exercises and you know a lot of the exercises that you do in CrossFit do require a lot of a lot of good form you know so you don't get hurt and some people just really don't have that form or don't take the time to go ahead and practice proper form and just kind of throw shit around and get hurt and i don't know a lot of people just hate just hate on crossfit for that reason or think it's a joke but honestly like whatever gets you moving whatever makes you healthy whatever makes you happy like fuck it it should be fine. Like people will make fun of anything. People make fun of bodybuilders all the time or people on diets. So it's not any different. Just, I guess CrossFit is just a butt of jokes right now. So it is what it is. I'm sorry that people make fun of you for it, but honestly, it's just a topic of conversation. So I'm not, you shouldn't really trip on it, but I mean, I don't know. I, I think that answers your question. I I hope it does, but I, I honestly don't think that CrossFit is really a joke. Like I've, I've been to a box before to get body fat tested and and people don't play at CrossFit. It's a really tight-knit community and they, you know, you guys get shit done. You push through those fucking incredible workouts. I've seen the CrossFit games and CrossFit documentaries and that shit is fucking wild, fam. That's all I have to say about that and I'll just, I'll just end it right there. <laughs> um, okay, so this next question is more geared towards myself. Um... You, if some of you guys don't know this, uh, but I hope that most of you do, because right now only my friends listen to this podcast, but I'm a fucking huge, 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 huge Kanye West fan. 
Like, I've been a Kanye West fan since fucking eighth grade. Now, most people that I've that I've grown up with and known like have been like bigger, I guess bigger Kanye West fans than me because I kind of I kind of fell off for a little bit with mu- like with his music, but I always like liked him as an artist and stuff, but Kanye didn't really hit me home until like I kind of got older. So, I I really got into him in college and stuff. Um I fell in love even more after listening to season two dissect where they dissected my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. But even before that, like I can honestly say that the song Runaway by Kanye West has gotten me through like some tough times. It's gotten me new PRs at the gym when I listen to it. It's just like my like if you know anything about me, know that Runaway by Kanye West on my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is my fucking favorite song of all fucking time. Like hands down favorite song. So my boy decided to ask me, I guess, not a question, but kind of like my, my input right now on, or like my full review on the new Kanye West albums. And so as most people should know by now, Kanye released a new album called, um, called Yay. And uh, on top of that, he released four other albums that aren't his, but produced by him. So he did... The lineup, the way the summer has gone so far was, first it was Daytona, which is Pusha T's album. Next it was Ye, Kanye's album. Kids See Ghost, right? And then Nas's album, uh, Nasir. And then uh, Tiana Taylor's album, Keep That Same Energy. So my full review going down the line, and I won't get too much into it. I'm not a musical expert. If you are, please come on my podcast and, and help me get into this a little bit more because obviously I'm probably going to butcher this. This is more so just just opinions, you know, just my straight out review on each one of these. So I'm going to go ahead and open up my Spotify real quick just because um, I have them all on one playlist. So, so far for the summer, I have this playlist with literally the fire emoji, the eight ball emoji, a mountain a ghost and a scorpion, another fire emoji, and I'll let you guys figure that out for yourselves. Um, but I have the Daytona, I have Yay, Kitsy Goes, uh, Nasir, and uh, Keanu Taylor's and Drake's album on here, uh, Scorpion. But going into just Yay's albums, so Daytona for me, and if you if you didn't know, each one of them is only seven tracks, which I thought was fucking genius because when when you're streaming music now, like that shit goes by quick. You know, if you have them all in the same playlist, like you can listen to these, like these albums, like in a span of like less than half an hour. But anyways, so Daytona for me, like that shit was fire. And it just really like solidified what, well, it didn't really solidify it because it was already set, but Pusha T sound on this fucking album was just incredible. And like, when Pusha talks about what Ye had for this album, like at first Pusha came to Kanye and was like, all right, this is my album. Like it's all done. And Kanye listened to it. And this was like literally a year before this album came out. And he was like, you know what? This is trash. I could produce it a lot better. And so he fucking did. So they scrapped the whole project that Pusha T had before this. And they went to Wyoming and just did this fucking album through and through. And Kanye really brought out like, what Pusha T is as a ex-drug dealer and shit like that. So his he just fucking, he just snapped on this fucking album, in my opinion. And it's really good. It's a really good workout album. And I think, every, like, the flow of each song is really good. <clears throat> and not to mention that 
you know, you know, you got Ye on the album himself. You got Rick Ross on the album. Just, I, th- I think it's great. 10 out of 10. Um, but obviously this is going to be biased being now that you guys know that I'm a huge Kanye West fan. So I have nothing but good things to say. Um, next is Ye's album. So this one for me, like I was literally at, uh, on a date with my girl, we're having sushi or whatever. And I knew that Kanye was streaming his new album in Wyoming. He flew out fucking everybody to fucking Wyoming to, to listen to this album, People from fucking Jonah Hill, all the way down to Chris Rock, Two Chains, uh, Adam Twenty Two from No Jumper, fucking YouTubers, vloggers, everybody was fucking at this listening party out in the field, just speakers blaring this album. And I was on a date with my girl, and then on our way on our way back, I was like, "Can I please stream the live stream?" And so I did in her car, and like the first song that I heard like all the way through because I got on the live stream a little bit late was ghost town. And you can ask my girlfriend this, she has videos, but the song started and you know, once it got going, that shit just hit me like a brick wall, dude. As soon as I listened to this fucking song, I just started fucking crying, dude. And, and all I can say as far as the reason why is because it felt like the second part to run away like runaway has a certain tone and feel to it and ghost town is like that next level like that part two to run away and that shit like i just started crying I, I thought it was the most beautiful song ever and i still think of it as that way and it's definitely one of my top favorite you know kanye west songs and i think that I don't know, it just it just made me feel t- some type of way. Like, that shit literally was hitting different on the freeway. And I started tearing up and I started fucking laughing because I was like, God damn, Christian, you're really one of those dudes right now that cries to certain songs. But yeah, I am. And people fucking know it if you know me. But um, Ghost Town, uh, beautiful, beautiful fucking song. But more so the album as a whole, I think really brings out, like... Kanye West's, I don't know if ego is the right word or personality, but it really brings him, it just brings him out, you know, him now, him over 40, him with three kids, married, um, dealing with grown-up, like, adult shit, doing, uh, dealing with uh, his his disorder or his celebrity or his creative mind and the way that he thinks, and and it just, like, a lot of people might say it's a trash album. You know, people have been saying that since Yeezus dropped. But the thing about Kanye West that people don't understand is that he is an he's an artist before a rapper. He doesn't like to be called a rapper. He is, you know, he is himself. He is a god in his eyes and shit like that. And I really, really admire Kanye for that because he is himself a million percent. And that's kind of like the way I want to be is like I want to be myself 100% of the time and just be real with people and in this album Kanye's like showing the world you know what he's going through you know his thoughts of suicide his addiction to opioids um his you know I didn't even know he had fucking liposuction because he didn't want to be called fat like Rob Kardashian was called when he was going through his shit and I think he's still big but whatever we're not talking about that um you know he really like airs out his dirty laundry on this album and I really appreciate him for it and um, he just put himself in it, you know, after his, 
I'm sure you guys saw his whole TMZ rant talking about slavery was a choice and people misunderstanding what he was trying to say and whatnot. But after that whole ordeal and, you know, Kim threatening to leave him or saying that they were going to lose all their money because of this shit um, caused them to like completely scrap the previous project that he had busted out the seven track album and really just exposed himself to the world and you know if i ever meet kanye west in person i just like i'm literally just gonna thank him like if i can give him a hug a handshake whatever and just thank him for being him and giving him giving you know himself to to the music really like i really appreciate it and this album is like number two honestly in my list it goes like i won't even make a list right now but currently the mood my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, number one. Number two is going to go ahead and be yay. And I'm just going to leave it at that because that's how I feel right now. Um, but usually My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy always stays number one. Um, then it would be, you know, 808s and Heartbreak and yay, you know, Switch, blah, blah, blah. And then after that, um, I don't know. I just, I don't even want to get into listing, listing them right now because, you know, people have their opinions of music and stuff like that. And I don't want to get into that right now. So I'm just going to go ahead and keep going with this review. So next album is Kids See Ghosts. Kids See Ghosts, like, honestly, for me, I, I love Kid Cudi, but I don't love Kid Cudi like some people love Kid Cudi. Um, but on this particular album, um, which... Again, like I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge Kid Cudi fan, but I, you know, I've heard everyone's heard his music or whatever. But I fucking love this album too. But again, I'm biased because I fucking love Kanye West. So here, like, I feel like Kanye's influence really does show. Just like on Daytona, he saw like, or he sees what brings, like, what brings out the Kid Cudi in Kid Cudi, and he just took that and kind of ran with it. On top of like them two just really dealing with their own you know their own skeletons in their closet and their and their celebrity status and kind of airing that out and they they're both they they both just kind of had had fucking fun with it you know like it's called kids see ghosts and they you know they pretended not really pretended but just kind of let out the kids in them and made fucking music and i feel like they like they really put like a rock star spin on the album with the way that they use certain tones on it and just didn't really give a fuck about what exactly they're making like you guys gotta kind of understand that at this point Kanye West isn't really making music to like be number one on the charts anymore he's making music because he wants to make music or at least that's that's the way I see it right now and he just puts out what his creativity gives him. And, you know, I fucking thank him for it. And moving on to the next. Um, okay, I'll mention the, my favorite song on this one, too. So actually, let me go back. So favorite song on Daytona would probably be, if you know, you know, I think that should just go hard. just goes hard. That shit slaps. Uh, yay. You already know Ghost Town on Kids See Ghosts. Ah, oh, that's kind of hard. Kids see ghosts. Uh, I'm gonna just go with Reborn for the Cuddy Hums, TBH. So Reborn, and uh, okay. So next next album now. Uh, I apologize. Let me go ahead and just take a break real quick and apologize for like me bouncing around. 
But honestly, like I've said time and time again, this podcast is all me and it's just me talking into this microphone right now and whatever flow that I spit out, it is what it is. And I'm not going to fucking edit it ever. And I'm just going to keep it raw 100% of the time. So just wanted to go ahead and say that 40 minutes in now. But um, anyways, the next album that Kanye produced was Nas's album. And this shit was fucking hot too. Like when I heard it, I was like, yo, this album is popping. This album is good. Give me two more. Like, fuck, this album was so good, dude. Um, favorite song off the album would probably be Cop Shot the Kid. Just because, like, the way this shit starts. Please don't copyright me. Alright, you kids, stop having so much fun. Just Move listen on. to this shit real quick. Oh, they arrest me, you know, especially at night. They have a curfew, right? Niggas have to be home by 11. And like, listen, 12. like, listen to this, dude. And you be trying to get home, you know, doing your crew runs. They always catch you out in front of a store or something. This right here, like, it starts off really hard, right? But then, like, when it drops, though. Let's see if I can get it. Watch, you're, like, you'll listen to it right now, watch, when it drops. Is it just, it's like, dropping mood, like... Right here. Fire. Okay, I don't want to get copyrighted, and I kind of took a little bit longer than I thought, but this is that right there. Fire. Um... I need to, like, re-up on my Nas or, like, really, like, listen more closely to Nas, <laughs> just like I do with um, Travis Scott. Um, so, let, wait, before let me, before I even get into that, um, favorite song off Nas's album is Cop Shot the Kid. Now, Tiana Taylor Taylor's album is R&B to the fullest, seven songs. Um, I don't really have a favorite track off the album because the album is more of a mood and just like I'm not a huge Tiana Taylor fan, I guess I don't I don't like I don't really know her. Just like I I really don't know much more than anyone else on I I guess Travis Scott. And so the reason why I want to get into this is because a lot of people like a lot of my friends literally yell at me, scolding me that Travis Scott is a production of. Of, of Kanye West as an artist or like obviously Kanye uh, obviously Travis Scott gets inspiration from Kanye West and they're on the same label good music and uh, Travis Scott and it's uh, it's August now so aside from the, the Kanye albums and skipping into the next question um, my boy wanted me to talk about Astroworld and honestly like I listened to the whole album already like it's been a couple days it dropped on Friday and the beats, like the timbres in this album, are fucking great. They're good, but like, honestly, like aside from, you know, like Butterfly Effect, my favorite song off this album right now would probably be Coffee Bean. And reason why is because I can I can hear what Travis has to say on, on that track in particular. But from what my little brother says is that, um, 
Travis Scott as an artist really doesn't focus on the lyrics. He's more so a guy that focuses on the beats. So the way that he makes music is like he makes sure that the fucking drums are fire, that the bass is fire, and then he'll rap whatever over it. But like the album I was selling my little brother today, like I give it like me not being the biggest Travis Scott fan and don't fucking nail me on a cross for this shit but like i give it like a seven like a hard seven soft eight out of ten and um uh sicko mode is fucking fire uh song with the weekend is fire but i just really like for me to like talk more about it i just need to listen to this guy more listen to like his first mixtape and listen to the sound of ob but from what i hear hold on let me drink some water real quick so it's been fucking almost 45 minutes I've been talking, which is a lot longer than I thought it was. <clears throat> so what I was trying to say is that... Uh, what was I trying to say? Oh, uh, fuck. I forgot. I totally lost my train of thought because I decided to drink water. Anyways, I really want to listen to Travis Scott more and see if I can get into it. But honestly, right now, like, I'm not, like I said, I'm not the biggest Travis Scott fan. But the album, the album was good. I think the album was good. Um, and then my fucking computer decided to do that thing where it says it wasn't picking up my sound, but it really was, because I can fucking see it. But anyways, that was my review on the Kanye West album, or Kanye West five album this summer. Thank you, Kanye. I fucking tweeted at him for like a whole fucking year, just asking him to come back to Twitter and. What he's come back with has been really fucking good. And so for the last 15 minutes of this podcast, I'm going to do something a little crazy. I'm going to go fucking live on my Instagram and see if anyone wants to ask me any questions right now. So I'm going to go ahead and do that right now um, and kind of see what happens. Let's see if anyone comes on right now. All right. So right now I'm recording live a podcast everyone if you can see so if anyone decides to tune into that what's up dude so i'm recording a podcast right now so if you have anything to say i answered your question by the way um go ahead and shoot it i'm like 45 minutes into this podcast so if you have questions comments concerns let me know but for now i'm just gonna kind of stay on live and see if anyone decides to ask me any questions i highly i highly fucking doubt it Fuck you. <laughs> only per- the only person watching this fucking live stream, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep it here, honestly, and see and just kind of see what happens. But yeah, dude, I've been talking for this long. This whole shit right here, and I'm I'm still recording this. Okay, I'm gonna give it to like eight eight fifteen and see if anyone else decides to join. They probably won't. How do you even like, how do you even work this shit? Do you like fucking, let me see. How do you tell your followers that you're live? Is there like something you can send out? Probably not. Oh, well. Yeah. Yes, I'm recording right now. (laughs) I don't know if it's like actually live. Like you can literally see what I'm doing. I hope that's how it works, but I only got one person viewing right now. Oh, what's up, dude? So I'm currently recording a podcast right now. Oh, what's up, Austin? 
Um, I just want to see if anyone asks any questions, really, because I want to get to the hour mark. So if you have any questions, let me know. Oh, you can see everything I'm doing? That's tight. Wait, who's Playboy Cardi? I'm sorry, bro. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I really don't want to put the camera on me, but I did the whole, I, I did like IG questions where if somebody wants to, um, or I guess if people want to see me more on the camera, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Oh, what's up, Pat? So I'm recording a podcast right now, and I want to see if anyone, oh, Nate. Oh, shit. What's up, dude? You just followed me on Twitter, you piece of shit. Took you long enough. Just kidding. So, yeah, if any of you guys have questions, let me know. Pat, how are you doing today? What are you up to, dog? Should I just go live on my personal on my personal um, Instagram? If you guys are still watching. To the both of you that are still watching. I feel like I might get more more involvement on my personal Instagram. You know, the only other person that goes live is my mom on Facebook. If you guys don't have my mom on Facebook, you guys should definitely add her because she goes live all the fucking time. All right, Pat said I should, so I'm going to go I'm going to fucking do it. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and end this this live stream and move it over to my other account because I feel like I'll get more I'll get more people asking me questions. Hey Cindy. So thank you guys for, to the five of you that decided to join this live stream, but I'm gonna go ahead and move it over and see if anybody else wants to ask me some questions. So peace out guys. I hope everybody's having a awesome Sunday. So yeah, new podcast is coming tomorrow. Um, I'm moving over. Peace. Uh, let's see. So yeah, I'm still recording this podcast. Let's see what happens when I go live on my personal, my personal Instagram, which I should really like. And uh, anyways, checking connection, blah, 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 blah. I'm now live. So no one's watching this live stream yet, but I'm 50 minutes into the next episode of Oriana Radio. And I just want to know if anyone has any questions for me at all. But no one is tuning in right now. So I'm a fucking loser. But whatever. Hopefully someone joins in. Oh, Austin's back on the live stream. What's up, Elvis? So I'm currently recording a podcast right now. And I want to know if anyone has any fitness-related questions. Oh, I love you too, bro. Um, what's up, Senko? Um, so if anyone has any fitness or life or any, wants to talk about anything in particular, let me know. I think you can even join like the live, like the live stream. Like I, I can go live with someone else. And if that's the case, then we can go ahead and technically record a podcast together. But... We'll see. We'll see what happens. And thank you, Austin, for telling me that I'm not a loser. But as of now, I think I kind of am because only two people are on here. Just kidding. Maybe I should go live on Twitter. Hmm. I'll think about it. Hold on. I'm going to drink some fucking water.
I don't know why I switched the camera. But yeah, I've been on this shit for over 50 minutes now. But now only one person is watching. Who is that? Oh, wait, just kidding, two people. Oh, so awesome. What's up, Bradford? And Pat again. So, oh, okay, sweet. Hold on. We got a guest in the mix right now. So let's see what happens. I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. He wants to join. I don't know what's happening. This is the first time I've done this. Hopefully he's down. Maybe he's not down. Waiting, 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 waiting. So yeah, to update all of you guys on the podcast right now, um, my boy Bradford is trying to go live with me on Instagram. I don't think it's working, so I'm going to just go ahead and cancel it. Or maybe he didn't mean to do that. But I'm just trying to, to get more hype on this podcast by going live. And hopefully that works. But I don't, I don't really know. Only four people are on here right now. Um, I told, I told him I was down to Adam. It's not working. Hold up, guys. Sorry, guys. I feel bad for everyone that's listening on the podcast because this, those last like 15 minutes are probably going to be garbage, but it's fine. Y'all decided if you, if you listen, like literally, if you listen up to that, that much time, like you're a real one. All right. I'm gonna cancel this. Y'all ain't got no questions, really. The same four of you guys are just gonna join live and just not say anything. Just gonna watch, just watch me make a fool of myself. I hate you guys. Oh, wait. Oh, never mind. I'm li- I'm seriously considering moving this party to Twitter. Just to see what happens. I feel like more people are gonna be on Twitter. But I could be wrong. So I'm gonna give it I'm gonna literally give it till minute fifty-four and then I'm moving to Twitter because nobody's on Instagram right now. Probably because they're all at Hard Summer, but it's fine. And alright guys, fuck this. I'm going to Twitter. Peace. So yeah guys, I tried to go live twice now. It didn't work. I, I did not get any of the results that I wanted to get. So I'm moving this party to Twitter just to see what happens. I think I feel like more people will join in. Yeah, sure, whatever. And go live. So I'm now live on Twitter instead. And reason being... Most people on the podcast already know, but I'm live on Twitter because I want to get more questions for the podcast. I want to get people more hype, and I hope that it works. Swipe down to stop camera, double tap to flip camera. Okay, so nobody's, like, literally no one is watching the live stream right now. Hopefully somebody decides to watch it, because I just want to help more people and get my podcast out there, and it's not working right now. But yeah. 55 minutes in I'm committed to get it to an hour mark at least 
and get some people asking me some questions, but it's going to be tough. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But anyways, I hope that everyone's week has been great. I hope that you guys all tune into the podcast and tell your friends and hope that this episode was a little bit better than the last couple ones, especially considering that I've been MIA for so damn long. But yeah, I've been live for like a minute 15 now and I'm going to go ahead and give up. I think I'm just going to give up because nobody's watching this. So boom, out, out, stop broadcast. Let's go ahead and exit that real quick. So let's see, let's see what's going on right now. Um, send to post. I want to see, make sure no one's asked me any questions. But yeah, guys, if what I usually like to say towards the end of this podcast is that if you have any questions at all uh, or want to come on the podcast, feel free to hit me up, slide in my DMs. I want to make I want to make this an open air thing where if you have something to say, if you have something you want to share, please, by all means, come on here and do it. I have a couple homies that I've already offered. I know who you are. I haven't forgotten. I'm going to get you on here. I promise. But, you know, life is fucking crazy and shit happens. So it's really difficult for me to, you know, or difficult in general, not just for me to, you know, schedule some time to go ahead and record a podcast. But I'm really I really want to get this thing off the ground. Um, So I'm going to make time to do that or hit up my peeps and make sure that that shit happens. But I really wanted to make it to the hour mark. But I think 57 minutes is more than enough me. enough of me rambling um so yeah questions comments concerns hit me up wherever you get your podcasts because i'm literally on spotify itunes anchor google google play i think i'm literally on everything right now and um excuse me i'm literally on every 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 platform because i've been on anchor for so long so shout out to Anchor for that. Um, text me, call me, whatever. Find me at Oriana Fitness on Instagram and Twitter. Chris Jokester on Twitter. Um, yeah. <clears throat> see if there's anything else I wanted to say. No, I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you made it to the almost hour mark with me, I really appreciate you. I, I appreciate every single person in my life really in the past couple like at least in the last two months that I've been gone like it hasn't really been that long but a lot of shit has happened for me personally that hopefully I could share a little bit more about well not really because I already fucking shared it um I'm just more appreciative of things so yeah guys thank you guys for tuning in I love you guys. I hope you guys have a great week. Have a great day. And always, like, let me know what you think. If you think the podcast is trash, tell me. If you think it's great, tell me. If you think the idea of me going live was stupid, tell me. Whatever you have to say, just go ahead and shoot it to me. And I just want to make this thing better and hope that it makes everyone's live a little bit brighter, I guess. Or at least gets a good laugh at You get a good laugh out of it or whatever. But, yeah. Thank you guys so much. Peace.